Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. My guest today is Margie Feldhune. She's the co-owner of Interview Connections, the first and leading podcast booking agency. Margie and her business partner lead an in-house staff of more than 20 full-time employees in their now virtual Rhode Island office and have successfully scaled the agency to multiple seven figures. Their team of in-house booking agents are the podcast powerhouses behind many successful entrepreneurs and businesses, including Allie Brown, A. Weber, USA Financial, and more. Margie joined Interview Connections in 2016 as a contractor, becoming the first employee in 2017 and acquiring 50% equity in the business by 2018. By 2019, she'd helped lead the business to its first seven-figure year without any direct marketing or advertising. Oh my gosh, she is a powerhouse. Welcome, Margie. So happy you are here today. Thank you so much for having me. Let's talk about, okay, first of all, you're a powerhouse with growing businesses. So do you want to give us some amazing tips and secrets on how you start out as a contractor and then get 50% equity and then just skyrocket to success? Sure. So life is crazy. And I really think that what I did wasn't that unique. I think there's a lot more possibility for people than they realize. They can do more than I think they think they can. I think people get very limited by other people saying like, well, that's not realistic. And they're like, oh, okay. So I think it's important as my friend and client, Stacey Baron-Foss says, you have to always remember that the rules don't apply to you. So for anyone listening, you could do this too, because the rules don't apply to you. So It was sort of crazy the way it came together and it didn't come together out of an intention to own a business. Like I wasn't like, this is my five-year plan. Even I, I wouldn't have believed that at the time, but I really just wanted to work from home and wear pajama pants all day. Nothing wrong with that. I know that was like my, my big motivation in the beginning. And I was making like no money. I was working a sales job for $11 an hour plus commissions, but they wouldn't let new people sell. So I couldn't get any commissions. (laughs) So it was not a great situation. And I wanted another job. And I was like, I was like living below the poverty line. I mean, it was, it was tough. I saw that Jess was hiring. We had worked together previously at a nonprofit 
and then reconnected when my dad died and she adopted his cat randomly. <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah, so we had, we, we weren't friends. We didn't know each other really well, but we had been colleagues. And then she had really come through for me in this incredible way, adopting this cat when I really desperately needed people to like step up and help me with stuff like that. And so I saw her post and I was like, that sounds great. Remote contractor love it. So I applied. I sent like a real cover letter and stuff, which now she jokes about because as an online business owner hiring contractors, she wasn't getting like a lot of formal cover letters. But of course I was like very formal. And I started as a booking agent in 2016. I was a contractor. I had a list of clients and I didn't know anything. Like all my clients were entrepreneurs and I didn't know what anything meant. I remember Googling like, what is B2B? What does content marketing mean? And this was not that long ago. (laughs) So I really didn't know anything. And it was through listening to my clients' interviews to get to know them better so I could pitch them that I realized like, oh my gosh, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like this is who I am. This is why I have such a short attention span with jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I I love the freedom. I love the excitement and it inspired me so much. And then through kind of a series of events, I ended up leaving Colorado, moving back home to Rhode Island because my relationship ended, which at the time didn't seem like great news, but it really worked out because I got home to Rhode Island I started living back with my mom for a while, which I was like 27. So I was like, oh, this is rock bottom. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not to say that anyone who lives with their mom at 27 is at rock bottom. I was just very self-critical of where I was at the time because I had this expectation that I would you know, be somewhere else and so successful. And I was like, I don't know what my path is. So I was a contract booking agent still in Rhode Island, but Jess also lives in Rhode Island. And she decided that she needed an employee, like a real employee, at least one in the business, and asked me to become the first employee of the business. And that's really how it started. And then I really approached it as if it was my business, not like in a, in a, this is mine entitled way, but like, I was like really in the trenches with her, like in it to win it. And we worked together so well, and that evolved into you know, me having the right to ask for equity because of, you know, how much we had been partners and how much work I had put in up until that point. That's amazing. All right. So what makes podcast booking agents a necessity for an entrepreneur? Podcast booking agents are important. And it's really important who you work with because your reputation is really on the line. And it's really important that whoever is pitching you understands not just how to pitch media, but specifically knows the podcasting space really well and has connections with hosts. You need someone to pitch you because you should really be getting out there as a guest on podcast. This is not like, instead of having your own show, you could also have your own show. But as a guest, everyone should be getting out there, leveraging other people's platforms, specifically their podcast consistently. So like four interviews a month, every single month for multiple years, like it's just built in to your marketing that for your visibility and networking, you're always guesting on shows. And that's a lot of legwork to get that consistency and momentum, especially on the right shows that are a good fit and are going to move the needle. It takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of know-how, pitching, following up. So having an agent who's out there spending hours and hours every week to keep that momentum going for you allows you to focus in your zone of genius and then show up for the interviews and just have a great conversation and do what you do best and, and reap the rewards. 
Is it important as a podcast guest to always have something to give away? No, not really. I wouldn't let like a small detail like that trip you up. I think the most important thing as a guest is that you genuinely want to serve and have it be a great interview for not just you, but for also the host and their audience and that you have good content and that you tell stories. And if you have that, you can mess up like everything else and you'll still have good results. You do want a call to action at the end. So when the host says, where can listeners find you? But it doesn't have to be a giveaway. I mean, we have clients who have huge success just like giving their email address or you know, having people schedule a consult call, even finding them on LinkedIn. So you can get as complicated or not. You could have a full opt-in funnel for that and a free gift and tracking, or you can use an email address. I definitely wouldn't let that hold you back. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that storytelling, as you mentioned, is so important for all your marketing because that's how we as humans connect with one another. That's really how we remember things. It's it's how we kind of interact. And I mean, look, history is stories, right? So I love that you mentioned that. Do you prep your uh, clients on storytelling if they don't really understand it or don't do it? We will. Yes, we do a decent amount of like coaching and consulting with our clients, but it's very tailored to what they need. So at this point, we have a few different departments in the business and we have a client success department and they're not agents. They don't book the clients. So other agents are working with the client, talking to them, booking them. Client success really is auditing and supporting. So if that's what someone needs help with, yes, we will support them on that. We do trainings every week for our clients as well. And then we have calls, networking calls, so that people can really have conversations with each other about where they feel like they want to improve. They can watch the training and then interact. And then they also get that one-on-one attention from client care to really like audit, where do you need help? Is it stories? Is it call to action? Like what's what would help you maximize your results? I mean, before I started this podcast, I was trying to get myself on other podcasts and I literally just opened up Apple Podcasts and did a search for like entrepreneur. And then I just started pitching myself to things. And you can imagine the response rate was about zero because we don't really understand how to do it for ourselves. So I can see how having an agent would actually help. What about somebody who maybe is starting out or they have their money tied up in something else? What could you say that would make them jump ship to whatever they were doing and join with you and really get an agent working on their behalf? Yeah. I mean, the connections are one thing. So because it's almost like we have two clients, but the hosts don't pay us because the agents spend a lot of time on the phone with hosts, talking to them about what they need, what's their vision for the show, what topics do they want. And then also we have the insider information. If a client saw a $300,000 ROI from a show, and we know we have other clients who have the same target audience that would have the same success, that kind of information is really helpful. And then I think it's also having the confidence of someone holding your hand and consulting you and giving you strategy ongoing because it's one of those things that's a slow burn. Like a lot of content marketing, you have to stay really consistent. And I think when you're just out there on your own, it can feel like you're sort of screaming into the void and then people quit. Like you need that built-in accountability. 
Absolutely. I feel like you need built-in accountability for so many things, right? I mean, that's why my program for uh, beginning entrepreneurs, it's the accountability piece every single week, making sure that you're sticking to it. Because if you're not consistent and you're not part of the long game, you're just going to fade away. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's similar to your coaching. It's like, well, could I do this on my own? Yes, but you won't. (laughs) Like... Right. Hours on YouTube. It's not going to help you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now I have noticed now I've known about interview connections for a long time, but I have noticed other groups sort of cropping up and saying that they do the same thing, but what makes you guys different and sort of stand out from others? Yeah, this was so interesting because so my business partner just founded this industry in 2013 when she started and incorporated interview connections. There was no other podcast booking agency. There was so much educating in the market that had to happen. Like literally people didn't know what we were doing. They were like, "Oh, cute. What?" <laughs> you know, like <laughs> hosts weren't getting any pitches when they got a pitch. They were like, "Oh, fun. Wow." And you know, you host the show, you know it's not like that anymore. So It's been interesting to go from being the only ones in the space who really like got started to now seeing competitors come in. And a lot of them are people who like were clients of ours and stuff like that. So it's really interesting. I think overall, it's a really great thing. Like I think people resonate with you and your company and they want to work with you. Like there's enough clients for everybody. And the fact that there's people starting springing up and doing what we're doing just proves the concept and the value. So I think it's been really beneficial. I try not to pay too much attention to them and kind of stay in our lane. But the fact that we've been doing this for eight years and that we're pretty fanatical about innovation and improving the customer experience. I mean, as an online business who has a fully W2 employee model... (laughs) That's pretty unique. You know, a lot of online entrepreneurs want to use contractors because it's easier and there's nothing wrong with that. But because we have a staff of employees who we are training and developing all the time, many of whom have been with us for years, it does allow us to deliver a more consistent and higher touch service. So I think the client experience is really different. And the other thing is we have a big emphasis on our client community. We have, you know, 250 clients who are amazing. Like they're all so cool and impressive to me. And I love that I get to like hang out with them. And by doing the networking calls and having a client Facebook group, we also encourage them to connect with each other. And we're finding our clients are seeing an ROI from working with each other and referring to each other. So I think that community aspect, especially now when people have been isolated for a while is really, really special. That is so cool. I love that you have that community aspect. Staying true to the name of connections. Yes. So why podcasting over other PR, you know, trying to get yourself in Forbes and Business Week or whatever? Why podcasting? Yeah, that's a great question. We have a client named Eric Brotman who is a financial planner. He has a financial planning firm, very successful. He's been in business for a long time. And he goes on the news. Like there's like millions of people who see him. He's on the morning news every month or every week. It's a recurring segment. 
And like, everybody knows him. He lives in Baltimore and like, he gets recognized all the time. He's like the lady at the bagel shop, like knows who he is. Oh, that's funny. But he's never gotten a single client from being on TV. At this point, a third of the clients for his firm come from podcasting. So that's the biggest difference. This really is about fortune, not fame. Getting on TV, getting in traditional media is amazing. I would never knock it. It's great. It's really good for positioning because you can say, I did this. But in terms of converting clients to your business, actual revenue in your business, podcast guesting is the best because the trust factor is so high. The audiences are so targeted and it's much easier than being on TV to lead people to an online opt-in or something to get them into your community. I love that. So you've just re-upped my love of podcasts and being a guest on other people's podcasts. Margie, thank you so much for being here today. How can people find out about you and your company? Thank you so much for having me. So the best place to connect with us is our free Facebook community, interviewconnections.com slash group. It's amazing in there. And we've got free trainings. We have amazing concierges who will be there to support you and answer your questions. So that is definitely the best place to connect. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Melanie. You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.